Thank you for joining us for this extra content as part of the Principled Sermon series. We need principles in our lives to act as a foundation for us to grow from and to make decisions from, and those principles cannot simply be plucked out of the air. No, if we're followers of Jesus, we need to go back to the source. We need to go back to the Bible to get our principles for life and for living. If we're to live a good life, or if we're to live a God life, we're to, we need to live it according to his word. Psalm 119 verse 9 tells us that. Today's brief message is about adopting or having the principle of discipline. Yes, I realise that th this principle isn't necessarily the most popular message, but as I mentioned in the principle of purity message, I'm not in this to make or keep friends, but to honour what God is saying and what is written in his word. Let's look at four passages over these ne next 10 or so minutes that will help us understand the importance of discipline. Two passages will make us consider our hearts and two passages make us consider um, our heads and the way that we think. So first of all, our hearts. Both these initial passages are from the book of Proverbs, a book full of wise sayings that help us live good and godly lives. Proverbs 10 verse 17 says this, people who accept discipline are on the pathway to life, but those who ignore correction will go astray. Proverbs chapter 12 verse 1 says, to learn you must love discipline. It is stupid to hate correction. I love it when scripture is so clear and, and that, that, last, um, that last verse where it says it's stupid to hate correction. When I was teaching in Bath, there was a lesson where I was trying to help my class to understand the importance of rules, the importance of boundaries and, and having discipline as a foundation uh, for, for life and how that would be good. And I said uh, to my class, imagine that there were no rules, no rewards, no sanctions. What would it be like? And immediately loads of the children got excited. I said, OK, let's see how this goes. Let's see how long we last. So I said to the class, no rules until I say stop. And some of the children looked a little uneasy. Others had a wild excitement, a wild excited look come across their faces. And I said, go. And immediately three boys jumped onto their tables. At the same time, someone pushed one of their friends and the friend pushed them, pushed them back. Chaos was released. It didn't last a minute until it was clear that some of the children were beginning to get upset. And I shouted, stop. And everyone stopped, returned to the carpet, some out of breath, some looking a little bit shocked. And we talked about what they had learnt. And they shared that although it felt fun initially, it didn't feel safe. And some of them really didn't like it at all. Momentary fun, but actually they, they recognised long term it wouldn't be good for them. And they all concluded that discipline and sticking to the rules and having boundaries for behaviour was a good thing. Although they didn't say it, it was clear that accepting discipline means that they're on the pathway to life, that Proverbs 10 verse 17 passage. It's good to have boundaries. It leads to the pathway of life. It helps keep us safe. It enables us to grow and develop, especially when you know the heart of the boundary setter, the, the one who's providing the discipline and how their heart is for you. My friends, when we look in scripture and we see an instruction on how we should live or what we should do. Maybe it, there's a command for us to follow. Or when we sense that God is disciplining us, drawing us back to his way, his straight paths. When we see 
these things or feel these things. We need to know that God our Father is for us. His heart towards us is good. And he, like a good father, wants what is best for us. We need to know that in our heads, but then we need to adopt a teachable heart. When we adopt the principle of discipline, it will impact our hearts and make them teachable. It will also impact our heads. And it's in our heads that the battle for, for decisions with discipline and, and self-discipline are either won or lost. It's not our stomachs, for example, that will make the decision to have that extra chocolate biscuit. It's our minds, our heads. It's not our eyes that cause us to take a second look at an image that isn't pure or edifying. It's our mind. It's not our legs that choose uh, to skip a training run. It's our minds making the decision. Our minds are incredibly powerful and they need to be trained. New uh, neural pathways need to be established inside of our brains. And this takes time and it takes discipline. Unless we train our minds or discipline our minds, we will not reach the longer term goal that we are wishing to, to achieve. Unless we discipline our minds, we will stagnate rather than grow on the pathway of life that that Proverbs 10 passage describes. And like a muscle grows, the more we can make a certain decision towards a certain goal, the easier it, can be, uh, the easier it, it becomes to do that action or to make that decision. For example, if there's a certain view that you have of yourself and, and you know that that's not true according to what God says in his word, you need to discipline your mind and take captive that thought and change it to the truth of God. 2 Corinthians 10 verse 5 speaks of this, taking captive that thought. Next time that thought then comes into your head, take captive the thought, discipline your mind, bring it under the teaching of Christ. And over time, as you repeat that, over time, you, as you discipline your mind, new neural pathways are created and your thinking will begin to change. If you're anything like me though, you know that you need help. And thankfully our Father God, who is for us, helps us as we try to, to live according to a principle of discipline. In 2 Timothy chapter 1 verse 7, it says, For the spirit God gave us does not make us timid, but gives us power, love and self-discipline. God gives us by his Holy Spirit power, love and self-discipline. He helps us to live disciplined lives. Lives that are not just after the momentary pleasure or high, but are focused on the long-term gain or end-term blessing. God's Holy Spirit, if we are open to him, he will help us to live for the things that are more fulfilling, enabling us to say no to, to possibly what we want now in order to gain what we want most. Lives that are able to grow more, more and more like the way he wants us to live, that pathway of life, his good, pleasing and perfect way of living, as it says in scripture. But we need to choose, we need to make a decision to be open to God's Holy Spirit, enabling us to have a disciplined mind. Growing in self-discipline and self-control, we need to choose that. As with the other messages in this series, we're encouraging one another to make a decision, a, a, a pre-decision, deciding something away from the situation um, so that it is easier when we're in a scenario that, is, that we're facing testing or challenge, uh, we, we pre-decide something so it's easier when we're in that place. So can I encourage you to pre-decide 
to live your life with a principle of discipline. Choosing to live for the long-term goal, the pathway of life, God's way, and the, the, uh, the way of blessing rather than the momentary pleasure. This decision could be as simple as deciding now, it's October, November time, whenever you're watching this, deciding now, ready for Christmas. For example, I will not gorge this Christmas on things that I will then spend January trying to burn off or pay back. Pre-deciding, deciding now, ready for the long term. In a deeper way though, not just food at Christmas or, or spending at Christmas, in a deeper way, will you decide today to have a teachable heart and a disciplined mind? A teachable heart, open and willing to come under the authority and teaching and discipline from our Father God who loves us and, and uh, being open to the championing and correcting uh, that we can receive from God's people. Will we be willing to have that teachable heart? And will we be willing to have a disciplined mind? To choose that, to choose to be self-disciplined and actively seek growth by God's Holy Spirit, living with a disciplined mind and a teachable heart. Can I encourage you to pre-decide, to decide to live with a principle of discipline? Let's pray into that now. Father God, thank you that you are for us, that you love us. Thank you that you've given us your words. And we open ourselves up to you teaching us from your word. And we come back to it as a foundation. We come back to it as the source of goodness and life and a way for us to live. I pray, God, that you'll help us to choose to have a teachable heart and a disciplined mind. Help us to be open to your Holy Spirit, giving us power and love and self-discipline. Help us to live your way and to be disciplined in that. In Jesus' name, amen.